As we continue our ride through the Midwest, headed towards the West Coast on our voyage from Boston to Los Angeles, uh, we're making our way now through the back end of Colorado. Uh, and I'm watching as the sun is kind of going down behind these massive mountains. And it's hard not to think about size, scale, and scope. How much bigger shit is than us. It's pretty crazy when you look at it. When you actually look at these details on these mountains, it's nuts. So you're listening to the new episode of In Love With The Process. I'm your host, Mike Petchy. How are you? I just turned over the driving shift to Gina now. She's strapped in to the Subaru and it is pedal to the metal, cranking along down uh, 70 West, headed to our stop tonight, which is going to be in Greenfield, Utah. That is some fucking crazy shit. There's like lightning that's happening while the sun's out. It's fucking nuts. Um, and yeah, welcome to the second episode of the road trip. I hope you guys enjoyed the first. I've uh, got a lot to catch you guys up on. Holy shit, there's a lot of lightning. It's awesome. I think that's a little bit of rain, too. I think that's what that looks like. It's like this tiny little patch. Because it's it's sunny with clouds. It's beautiful, actually. And there's this tiny little patch of what looks like just hanging clouds. But I think it's rain. Oh, the wind's pushing you around? Yeah. I was on edge for, for the past, what, three hours, four hours? Uh, and then there's all this lightning coming out of the sky. How much? Three. Yeah, it's three. Uh, but I'll get into the uh, today's stuff. But first, I wanted to go back and talk about some of our other stops. Uh, we made our way through uh, Iowa, which we talked about in the last episode. Iowa was gorgeous. Uh, but holy fuck, how much corn does this country fucking grow? There is corn on corn on corn for fucking miles. Uh, and when there isn't corn, there are cows. And there are cows all over the place. Um, and if you want to check out what the stuff looks like, head on over to my Instagram page over at Mike Petchy at Instagram. There I've uh, archived stories uh, over the past couple of days that sort of show 
our road trip. They show our bar safaris. They show our adventures uh, as we travel across. Uh, and uh, yeah, dry sense of humor all over the place. Um, so, Nebraska. Nebraska, man. All right. So, when we were driving through Nebraska, I wanted to stay in, uh, or I wanted to stop in Omaha. Holy shit, this lightning. Every time I see this lightning, I'm going to stop by a statement and just point it out. It's fucking nuts. No tornado? No tornado, honey. It's just like the streaks of pure white lightning striking the ground over there. Um, so, Nebraska. I wanted to stop in Omaha because, you know, we've all heard of Omaha steaks, and beef, and all that kind of stuff. And so we made a detour. We made like a 15-minute detour off uh the highway and went into Omaha City, um, which was uh, kind of depressing. It was okay. Um, felt like a more rundown version of Worcester for those of you. And uh, I wanted that Omaha steak, so I got an eggplant sandwich. <laughs> yeah, Gina got an eggplant sandwich in Omaha, uh, but I needed to have some beef, so I found this place that had a shaved ribeye sandwich with some bacon, and it was okay. It was all right. I, I, you know, dicks weren't blown off by it. Uh, so we continued on to our hotel, which is one of Gina's favorite places that we've stayed so far on this trip. What was your review of that hotel? It's not my review that matters. It's the thousands of others on the Internet. Well, before we get to those reviews, we'll talk about... Uh, it was probably the trashiest place that we've stayed in. Um, we do not worry. We haven't reached our next destination. <laughs> right. We're headed to one now. Uh, it was probably the trashiest place that we've stayed in. It was kind of like one of those motels, you know, like those two-story motels where the doors face the parking lot, but then it was enclosed. <laughs> uh, and then water stains on the carpets, really kind of gross stuff. I got our room upgraded to a... Oh, yeah, there were crickets in the walls of this place. Yeah, it was odd because I woke up in the middle of the night listening to crickets, and I'm like, we're inside. How the fuck is that happening? Um, got a suite and a room with no windows to the outside, which is windows out into the main lobby area. The was held onto the wall by uh, cut-up storm drain units. Yeah, gutters. <laughs> uh, the place was kind of shitty. Um and uh, so we decided that we didn't want to spend too much time in that hotel room. And so I did a little bit of research, like I do in every city that we go, and found a listing that said the best smoked meats in Nebraska. You know, so of course we're going to try to go get some smoked meats. Uh, walked into this place. I can't remember. Do you remember the name of the place? Like Willie's, Wild Willie's or some shit like that. Uh, Smoky Willie's or whatever the fuck it was. We walk in there and uh, right off the bat... You have me at hello, because they're just throwing peanut shells on the ground. There's peanut shells all over the ground at the spot. Which, I don't know if you guys have ever done it before, but sitting in a bar and eating peanuts and just throwing the shells on the ground, you feel like a fucking animal. <laughs> and the first couple times you do it, you sort of look, I'm like I'm looking around waiting for my mother to start yelling at me that I'm throwing shit on the floor while I'm eating. Um, look through the menu. Uh, wanted to get a uh, ribeye. Um, no, I want to get prime rib. So I was going to get a prime rib there because I figured Nebraska, good beef, prime rib. 
And uh, Gina ordered, uh, what did you get? Chicken tenders again? Generous portion of chicken tenders. You're like a six-year-old on the road. I'll have the chicken tender meal, please. She's not responding to my jokes on that one. Uh, so we sit and wait. We get two big beers. The beer is pretty good. We got like a local... It's like 23 ounces for four bucks. It's like an amber ale. Yeah, it was pretty good. We got two, we got two big glasses of that. Uh, we sort of sat at this bar for a long time. And the fucking waitresses and the waitstaff in this place were acting like someone was holding somebody back in the back room under gunpoint. Like they were flipping the fuck out. And there wasn't a lot of people in the spot. There might have been like 12 people, maybe 13 people in the whole fucking place. And they were losing their shit, throwing glasses around, dropping plates. Uh, our bartender was just not having anybody. Um, and then uh, the food shows up. The food shows up and Gina's tenders. One good chicken tender on top. It was one tender and the rest were were dark brown, almost black chicken tenders. And uh, my steak came out and it was apparent that what happened was they burned the, <laughs> the chicken tenders and uh, were forced to have to cook a couple of extra because I had to throw out a few of them. And then my steak, which was uh, medium rare, sat on the counter the whole time. So it came out and it was basically handbag number two that I've had on this trip. So I guess the moral of the story isn't just us bitching about not getting good food in Nebraska. It's just sometimes you show up to a place with a preconceived notion like I did and I really try to force it. I try to force the fact that we should get steak and do this. But truth be told, probably should have spent that gift certificate you have for Applebee's there. Now we're fucked. There's no Applebee's in Green River. <laughs> now we gotta eat Applebee's in Vegas now look what you've done oh we're not doing Applebee's in Vegas um, so we end up uh, having a pretty good time though we hang out uh, we go and check out this uh, a cowboy store I think it was literally get dressed like a cowboy uh, went in there and we're looking at some of the belt dazzles that were in there the uh, I don't know how many belts themselves not just belt buckles but belts themselves that you can have with uh shiny little crosses on them about the sized accurate uh play sets where you can harvest and have your own cows <laughs> yeah gina was looking at the toys she went from chicken tenders to the toy section at the cowboy store uh and then uh yeah apparently jesus holds your gut in because it was all jesus belts there uh, I almost got a wallet that said, woo I wish I did, looking back on it. I think that'd be a great wallet to pull out while in Hollywood. Just be like, no, 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 I got the tab. And then throw down my woo wallet. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. Uh, so then we go back to the hotel. And uh, if you've been listening to the show, you know that Gina doesn't like bugs. Uh, and she uh, is rather picky about her places that she likes to sleep, with good reason. There was a raven that just took off in the air with a lightning strike behind it. It was a total new metal cover <laughs> that just happened right in front of us. Uh, 
so we go back to the hotel and uh, turns out while we're laying in bed, and I don't know why you do this to yourself. You're, we're in a shitty hotel and I try to take a shower in the hotel. When you turn the shower on, it starts to whine, whatever's going on in the pipes, but it starts to scream at you. So the shower yells at you the wow. whole time. It is beautiful. Um, I don't want to sound spoiled or nothing, but I've been staring at this beauty for about an hour and a half. Uh, so I uh, tried to take a shower. Shower was screaming at me. And then what did you do? You laid in bed all night and you didn't go to sleep. And what were you doing? I was reading the thousands of reviews on that place. And what, we got I'll, a very good hotel room considering... Okay, so you were reading reviews, bad reviews, in the hotel room, in the bed that you were sleeping in. Why would you do that to yourself? Well, I had nothing else to do. And what were some of the reviews that you read? Cigarette butt in the toilet when they got there, dried blood on the bathroom floor, dead crickets. You couldn't even see the carpet. There were so many dead crickets. What was the best one that you read from the whole bunch? There were so many. There was the mean uh, guy at the front desk who was barefoot. Wasn't there one where someone said that they went into the room and used their key, and there was a man in the room oh, hiding there behind was a, a curtain? Man already, and then they're hiding behind a curtain. <laughs> it's just like a surprise guy that, like, after you shut the door and you throw your bags down, he jumps out at you. Yeah, the place was pretty awesome. I think it's probably the best place that we've stayed so far. Don't you agree? Until we hit Green River. Until we hit Green River. Uh, well, when I booked out the spots, I went through and uh, we tried to keep a bit of a budget. But at the same token, we used, like I said in the first couple of episodes, we used uh, AAA's triptych thing. So we were able to plot out, try not to blow into this microphone. We were able to plot out our trip uh, and we only wanted to do about five hours a day for the ride. Which, you know, we've done some stops and stuff. So today we're kind of doing like a seven hour or a six hour today. Um, but I uh, booked these hotels at those markers, which has been good for us because uh, you don't, we don't have to do some exhausting long run. And at the beginning it was fine. Like when you go from Boston pretty much through Iowa, it was pretty good because there's enough really great hotels along the way once you start to get out to into bad country where we are right now um the stuff like we literally had to go how many miles to get a gas station so the stuff starts to really spread itself out and so then you start having to book places out in the middle of nowhere and you're kind of you have a choice between three hotels so that's kind of what we ended up doing in nebraska that's what we're doing here tonight it would have been much cooler to stay in the Rockies, but it would have made, it would have given us at least a seven and a half, eight hour drive tomorrow, which we didn't want to do. Uh, but we've done a seven hour drive today. We probably could have. Oh, you're right. You're right. It would have given us tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, but we've done pretty much a seven hour drive today, so I, pr- I probably could have just booked us a fucking hotel well, back in the Rockies. Regardless of how many stops we made, it's still only a five hour drive. We just stuff that I'm sure you'll talk about momentarily. Yes, I'll get into it. No spoilers. Um, so then um, left Nebraska, happily left Nebraska. Um, 
in Iowa, when I was swimming in that pool in Iowa, I had to shower like three times to get whatever was off. Uh, that place was cool. I still think it was a swingers hotel. The, the lodge, or whatever. It is. So basically, it was like a was it a Marriott or was it like a? I thought it was like a it's like a court something or it's one of the chains that they just fucking lodged up. I think I'm right on this. But I think that because uh, we've been basically picking a lot of the corporate chains, knowing that they're going to be a little bit cleaner than some of these, uh, you know, open the door into the parking lot motels that are out here. You know, the the uh, the, the locations that you always see in a Coen Brothers movie. Right before someone gets fucking murdered. Like Tommy Lee Jones standing in one of them with the headlights behind him. Um, so, uh, Nebraska. See you later. Uh, do I need to ever go to Nebraska again? No. Driving through Nebraska was just as painful as sleeping in Nebraska. Uh, pretty much a pretty big letdown. If you, one of you guys are listening to the show, if one of you guys are from Nebraska, uh, I'm sorry you live there. <laughs> Uh, so then we went from Nebraska, and that next was uh, Denver, right? It was Nebraska to Denver. Uh, never been to Denver, uh, never been to Colorado, and uh, Denver was really fucking cool. I like Denver. Um, it's a really cool city. Uh, we stayed in a pretty awesome hotel. We actually booked, uh, knowing that we were going to stay in a shitty hotel, We tried. I tried to find a, a nicer hotel for this time, and thank God we did, because... There's nothing like that sigh of relief walking into a place that is clean. That Gina doesn't have to pull the mattress apart to hunt for fucking bed bugs. Um, it was great. It was right, de- right in downtown Denver. And uh, we decided to uh, take advantage of the nightlife and go on a bar safari. Or mini safari, rather. We only did like three bars, two bars. Um, and we went to a pretty awesome speakeasy. And like I said, if you want to check out all the pictures for this stuff... It's on my Instagram at Mike Petra. You'll be able to see the speakeasy and uh, the instructions that we had to go through to find it. Um, and uh, it was awesome. It was a great night for it because it was, it was dead when we got there. So it was only four of us in there. Uh, and I love doing uh, bar safaris when it's dead because you actually get to talk to the bartenders. Uh, I think at one point we started a conversation with everybody at the bar and everybody was chatting. So it was really cool. They made excellent, excellent drinks uh, and had some pretty good food, too. Um, and it was in, like, a newer part of town. It seemed like one of those newer develop me kind of spots that they've been building lately. Um, but it was cool. We ended up having to walk down through a boiler room and sort of go through the back. The vibe was fun. And then it was a very dark bar, very New York-y kind of spot with good furniture. Gina was very impressed with the furniture that they had because Gina has been researching and hunting for how to decorate out our new place. I have uh, given her the task, and she has accepted the task of decorating out our new spot. The only caveat I had was stay out of the kitchen. Take care of the kitchen. You can do the rest of it. It's 2019. Man in the kitchen now, right? Right? Don't say anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, we uh, we had a really great fucking meal. Um, went to that speakeasy, 
went to a spot afterwards called the Family Distillery. Uh, I can't remember what the speakeasy was called. BC&G was the name of the speakeasy in Denver, and then Family Jones was the distillery that we went to. Awesome, awesome drinks. We were just pretty loaded. Yeah. What did we? What did you? I had. I had. Yeah, a, daiquiri and a cold brew, something with some gin, I think, in it. What did you eat? Forty-eight hour beef and carrot spatzels. I never know how to say that word. Spatzel. And I, I had a gnocchi stroganoff that was fucking to die for. And your beef was really good. They did that whole parmesan, burnt cheese, crisp thing. That's really great. It was very, very tasty. Um, honestly, Denver was a, was a welcome rest and a really nice washing away of everything that was Nebraska. We left our, at our latest hour today. Uh apprehension for Green River, Utah. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, checkout was at noon and I think we literally checked out at noon today and got on the road. Um, and uh, made our way today through the Rockies. Okay, we got a little bit of rain hitting now. Hold on. I just want people to get an idea of it. Like right now we're driving along this really gorgeous river that is cutting its way through uh, this valley with these high mountains on either side of us. It's really, really gorgeous. And even though we're getting what I would call a little bit of pissing rain, uh, it's still, the sun is still out. You're still getting the, the God rays coming through the clouds. It's God country. Jesus is about to fall from that God ray over there. Come down and help me tuck my, my beer gut back into my pants. That's what he does. Um, so yeah, this morning we uh, left a little bit later. Made our way into the Rockies. And holy shit, what an adventure that was. Not prepared for that shit. Not prepared for that shit at all. Um, I took the ride because I was a little concerned about mountain driving, uh, and I didn't know what I was in for. So we're driving up the side of the mountain, and then I didn't realize how high we suddenly were, because it wasn't like we did sort of like a straight ascension up there. And so as I'm driving up there, uh, I first get a, uh, a little uh, gauge reading telling me that I'm at low pressure on one of my tires. So we end up having to pull over, and it turns out that Nebraska left us with a little gift, which was a screw in my right back tire. Um, it seems to be holding <laughs> as we continue. Uh, I filled it back up, so I think it's like a slow leak. We'll see. Holy shit. I'm sorry, guys, as I stop. It's really beautiful. Drive, baby. It's really beautiful. That is a masochistic. You were just suddenly swerving. Sexic. Sexic? I was being very sexic. Don't tell me what to do. Um, it's really beautiful. Like these dried out trees. It looks like they might have been burnt. That's fire. 
That was a burned area, actually. That's pretty amazing looking. There was a fire there. That's what that was. Um, it's really crazy, man. It's all these like really little oil tanker kind of things, some power plants all in the valley. It's really beautiful. Um, with this spritzing rain. So anyway, yeah, uh, so Nevada left us a little gift, a screw in our back tire. Uh, thank you, Nevada. Probably heard me trash talking you. And uh, so we had to pull over and deal with that. And then as we're ascending into the beautiful Rockies, I've never been into the Rockies before. This is all burnt, by the way. This whole area has been burnt. Wow, sure. I will never be able to capture it because my phone is taking the... Uh, I can't get it. Can you imagine driving by here with all these trees on fire? That must have been insane. Um, oh my God, it must have been so fucking hot. So yeah, we're making our way up the uh, Colorado Rockies and the car starts acting really weird. Uh, it seems like no matter how much I am accelerating, the car doesn't want to go past... Uh, at first, it doesn't want to go past 65 miles an hour, and then there hit a point where it didn't want to go past 55. What'd you say? Oh yeah, this is a heavy-duty corner here, baby. Hold on, guys, as I hold as I hold the holy shit handle that's right here in the ceiling. <laughs> Gina makes a fucking radical Formula One racing turn here past two fucking trucks. Yeah. Why are you? Why did you just put the pedal metal to this next fucking? Oh my god! Oh my god! Why did you bring my attention to it? I was completely lost. Stop being a fucking. This is a Mario Kart. Knock it off. Um. So yeah, the car wasn't accelerating like it is now, um, and I couldn't figure it out. And I was really concerned by it at first. You don't. It seems like it's your imagination where it's like, maybe I'm just going uphill. I've got a lot of shit in the back of the car. That's probably weighing it down. I, I went out of my way this morning not to fill the tank all the way, just to have a half a tank, just to try to cut down on some of the weight. The sign just said gusty winds likely, followed by a falling rock sign. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty intense right now. Your driving is pretty intense. Notice when I drove, you didn't really hear the car rev up that much. Maybe it's those Tevas. Maybe it's because you walked in the river with your Tevas on. Well, and they're just jealous that I got to walk through the stream. And they're just still waterlogged, so they're really heavy. So they, they're just applying too much pressure to the gas pedal. Gina and her Tevas. You should follow uh, Gina underscore Gisela on Instagram. And there, I think you can still see her Teva posts if you have them archived. She is a spokesperson for the Tiva brand. She has decided that it isn't just for older men that don't like to have their penises touched. That it is also a very useful night on the town. Wearing the socks, go out to the club. There's nothing like going out to the club with your toes out, especially if you're a dude. You know what I mean? And the types of clubs that'll let you in with flip flops or Tivas on. Those are the good clubs. Those are the clubs that, by when you get when you wind up back in your hotel room, you're picking the uh, the peanut shells out of your fucking big toenails. 
out of the web toes that you have. Um, sorry, I keep going off. To talk about keep going off the deep end about <laughs> climbing the mountains of Colorado. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. I, I keep I keep going off topic. I'm sorry, guys. Tell us right because it's epic. Okay, so we're driving up the mountain. It gets pretty crazy. I think the people from Colorado, very similar to the people from Utah, do this ride all the time. So they're just like, fuck it. I want to do this at 85 miles an hour. And so you have to keep your way off to the right-hand side. And for some fucking reason, my worst nightmares are coming true as I sort of plow my way up this hill. The car is not accelerating. My car doesn't want to accelerate past 55 miles an hour. So I used to work on cars when I was a kid. And I'm listening. And I don't know if you guys ever have been in the situation where you know because you've ridden with your car so much it's almost like your horse because you know when something's wrong with it and you know it's not responding the way it usually does and so all the hairs on your neck are up all your senses are up it's like if you're spider-man your spidey sense doesn't stop going and so i'm riding up this fucking mountain chain that's gorgeous to look at so i'm trying to sneak peeks at the same time while avoiding a bunch of hicks and fucking trucks that are going 90 miles an hour past me on the left side. And then my car doesn't seem to want to make it up. Um, and then, on top of everything, we start to get to the top. And what were we at? Like 1,100? I think we like peaked at 12,000. It was like 12,000. So we get to the top and uh, it starts fucking hailing. It starts fucking hailing. And then there are all these signs about downshifting and you have to deal with that in the trucks. What is that? The rock signs. Oh, Gina's obsessed with the rock signs. I have to stop again, guys. This is gorgeous. These look like giant, very soft sand piles. That's exactly what they are. Very bumpy ride, all of a sudden. Those are really, really gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, just be careful. This is a Mario Kart. What am I supposed to do? I can't avoid the bumps. Look at this. 80 miles an hour on the. And there's a fucking popo right there. 75 miles per hour is the speed limit. 75 is the speed limit. That's beautiful. That is fucking gorgeous. Anyway, sorry. You guys, <laughs> it's the worst podcast to listen to. Because I'm sitting here talking about how beautiful the shit is, and you guys are not experiencing it at all, visually. And then my uh, vocabulary, my really crappy high school vocabulary, uh, isn't enough to describe the beauty that is unfolding in front of us. Gina's very aggressive right now. Very aggressive. So, yeah, started hailing. So we had acceleration problems, we had hail, we had crazy locals driving by us, and so uh, I had to pull over. It was hard to breathe. What's that? And it was hard to breathe. Oh yeah, and it's hard to breathe. So we ended up making it through the storm, whatever little storm that was, uh, made it to a gas station because I had to take a breather because literally I was sweating and my anxiety levels were through the roof. Um, pulled over and uh, I was just worried about the car. So the check engine light didn't come on, and uh, I sort of went through, checked all of the fluids, went through to check my uh, transmission fluid, 
and it wasn't it, it wasn't burning it wasn't any of that stuff and so it was like bad I must have got bad fuel in Nebraska, once again, I must have got I must have got bad fuel. So, I went in and I bought some of the uh, the injector cleaner and threw the injector cleaner in. But it was a very strange thing. I hadn't felt that with the vehicle before, um, and uh, nervously got back into the car without any real answers to sort of continue climbing these mountains. And luckily, I did one Google search on how cars tips for driving on Colorado mountains. Don't cheapen it like that. My co-pilot did her job, and she was helping me out. You were like my goose. It's a maverick, you know? You don't get that reference. People listening get that reference. People listening are judging you for not understanding what that reference is. I'm not going to tell you what that reference is. Anyway, she did a little bit of research, and it turns out that the air gets so thin at the top of that mountain that your car runs like shit. Thank God. I thought it was something bigger than that. I thought it was something more important than that. Uh, but it turns out that when your air gets thin, the car reacts the same way that your body does. Uh, and it has a lot of trouble getting the oxygen into the engine to give you the acceleration that you need. And it didn't help that we were using the AC and our car is loaded with our crap. Yep, I was running the AC too, which was also cutting on acceleration power. Um, and Gina, you found all this on what website? Um, I think, I don't know. It's like the first thing when you Google. Uh, it's like Colorado Underground or something. It's okay. like your main website for traveling tips. So here's a tip for you guys. If you're going to make this move, you're going to do the same sort of trip that we're doing, prepare yourself for the Colorado Rockies. Apparently what the locals do there is they actually get their car tuned specifically for the high altitude. So when these motherfuckers are screaming by you at 80, 90 miles an hour, uh, it's not because your car sucks. It's just because they're tuned specifically for that altitude. Uh, we had no idea that that was a thing. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other really interesting tips that you got off the website. Uh, a lot of stuff that a lot of y younger drivers don't realize. I think this might be another cop up here. Um, maybe not. That's, I'm always thrown off by it because the speed limits in Boston most of the time are 55 miles an hour maybe 60 if we're lucky the average speed limit for us on this road has been 75 miles an hour remember that dead dude we saw? what's that? remember the dead dude we saw? at the Grizzly, Grizzly Creek dead dude? what was the dude with the dead dude? the dude who was dead next to his motorcycle he wasn't dead he was napping <laughs> he was taking a nap looked like he had fallen from his motorcycle and passed. So he put the kickstand down on his motorcycle and then fell off of it and then curled up with his coat underneath his head and then and then died? Is that what happened? I can think of a hundred better places to take a nap in that area. Maybe he, maybe he was just feeling very peaceful there. Maybe that was like a very soft piece of concrete that he wanted to lay down on. His, all of his organs and his heart were feeling very at peace at that moment. I just imagine that if you went over to try to like touch him or give him CPR, a little switchblade would come out, and then we'd have a bleeding Gina. Bleeding Gina. And then the bear, then the bears, then the bears would come. You hear that, bears? <laughs> uh, I don't. This is probably the most boring episode for you guys because I'm just rambling on. 
Um, we've, what is today? Today's day seven? This is day seven. Yeah. Day seven. No, it's day eight. Is it day eight? Yeah. It's day nine. We go to Vegas. Then day ten, we drive to LA. Weird. So I've had the numbers off the whole time, huh? So it's, a, it's actually ten days. Are you sure about that? I'm sure that our traveling time. We have ten days until we get to LA. Oh, uh, because, we, because we spent the extra day in... Uh, in Chicago. Whatever, it doesn't count. I'm not going to go back and change all the graphics. It's still nine days. So, yeah, today's uh, day seven of driving. <laughs> uh, and as you can tell, we're a little punch drunk. Uh, I have never spent this much time in the car in my life. I am so happy that we decided to ship Gina's car because... I mean, A, you would have had a fucking bitch of a time getting over those mountains. And then... What's that? It would not have happened. And then uh, B, it's... I'm taking the racist route if I ever got to go back. The what route? The south. What did you call it before? The racist route. Oh. Not because you're a racist for doing it. Because they south... You need to be the microphone like you want me to answer that I'm not a racist. <laughs> you know, it's very much a northerner thing to assume that everybody from the south is racist. Very much a northerner thing. Talk about the pendulum swinging all the way the other direction with liberals right now. And I don't talk politics on this show. Um, so, yeah, no, it's been great having uh, Gina in the car. A, for company, but B, to be able to swap off. It's been fantastic. Uh, because then the ride doesn't become this marathon of death uh, which I have a friend who loved Christian Hall loves taking uh, lone cross country road trips uh, I just see that being a form of self torture that raccoon that raccoon there was sleeping that was a sleeping Where raccoon where's his motorcycle he was sleeping he forgot to kickstand it what happened was is he fell asleep oh no those are horses we don't wear horses um God damn it, I'm rambling. So, yes, we are now headed towards Green River, Utah, and we're staying in a place that has better reviews than Nebraska. I have nothing but shitty things to say about Nebraska. I'm sure if you're listening to the show and you live live in Nebraska or if you've visited Nebraska, give me a reason why it's fucking great. We got stuck in a hailstorm and a mountain, but at least we weren't in Nebraska. It's very true. It's very true. Uh, I have a feeling that uh, this part of Utah is going to be very similar. We, I think we're driving through Mormon country. I think this is uh, Mormon land. Oh, hell yeah. A lot of weird dry counties. I don't know if it's still that way. I haven't been in Utah in like eight, nine years. I think the last time I was out in Utah was when I went out to Sundance. We never talked about how we stopped for beer and tacos. Oh, right. So after we actually cleared the Rockies... Um, my nerves were still kicking, so I had to pull over and do, and do a self-car wash, <laughs> which was just such a nice, relaxing thing for me, where I could just get out and just slowly, mindlessly wash the car. You washed your car, and I just bought a bunch of shitty, sugary snacks, and I ate them all while you were washing your car. Uh, we were so stressed out, so it was nice to just sort of clean my car, and then uh, we drove up the ways, and we went to a local brewery, 
um, and uh, hung out. Really cool little brewery. I forget the name of it. I'm a fucking douchebag. Hail Bees or something? I took a picture. I'll post it on my Instagram. So check out my Instagram if you're into it. Um, but uh, yeah, we hung out. We split a beer. And then I uh, got some uh, Colorado tacos. And they're pretty good. They're really good. Um, so it's been fun. I think in general, the trip's been a lot of fun. We've had maybe one stressful day on the trip the rest of it has been pretty laid back uh it's a very weird and uncanny feeling driving in one direction knowing that you're not going back in the other direction it's very strange i liked when i was in a conversation with that girl yesterday and i was like so how long have you lived in chicago she's like uh i've never lived in chicago oh because you colorado because you thought you're in chicago it all starts to blend like we forget what day it is we forget, you know, what the date. Like, I was checking emails this morning, and I was like, holy fuck, there's, there's a whole real world out there. And what's that? There's a blizzard? No, I said there's a whole real world out there besides what we're doing. Uh, and it gives you greater appreciation. I mean, over the years doing music videos and hanging out with musicians, I've always heard stories about how the road can be tough. I've always heard stories about how it's not as glamorous as you think it is. And... Oh my God, I cannot imagine doing this kind of haul, you know, three or four or five times a year if you're in a band. And at that point, you're in a bus, you're on a tour bus. And then after doing one of these five and a half hour runs, you have to get out, go on stage, perform, uh, and then get back into the bus and do the run again. And the same thing with stand up comedy and stand up comedians that are on the road. It's interesting to hear them, when you listen to a lot of their podcasts, it's interesting to hear them start to bitch about very specific things that they need and that they will not do without, whether it comes down to like having certain flights booked for them or getting the right kind of hotel rooms. Uh, but you start to understand it because when you're on the road, you really have given up all of your routine. You've really given up all of your comfort. And this has been a big thing for me. It's been a real big thing for you too, right? You've had a hard time adjusting to not having your basic routines, right? Yeah, it's tough. And so you're living out of a suitcase and you're just trying to organize your suitcase in such a way. Like, it's, it's stupid little things that start to really fucking frustrate you. Like, That's why I choose to wear the same outfit every single day of travel. <laughs> what day is this outfit? By the smell of it, it would be about day eight or day nine. <sighs> Girls are so much grosser than guys are. Um, Different underwear. Good. I'm happy that you have clean clothing. What is it? What am I doing that's horrible? And if we don't eat in the car, I'm happy that the one piece of clothing that I don't get to experience is clean every day. The rest of it is all the same. It's good. It's it's like uh, it's like uh, it's just rolling around in every state that we end up in. So this will become like a like a sensory collage of, of the country. It's um, all American outfit. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was I saying before you distracted me? Um, yeah, no, so it's interesting how, like, uh, what's that? 95 degrees out. Yeah, now the temperature. When we were at the top of the mountain, it was about 65. And 55. Was it 55 at the top? Yeah, now we're down in the, it's up to 95, uh, 95 degrees. And it is 6 o'clock at night at 95 degrees. Which is the thing. Um, 
But what I was saying before is that you start to get really frustrated when you're on the road and the simplest little thing starts to really tick you off, like trying to hunt through your suitcase to figure out uh, what socks are clean and what socks aren't clean, and trying to find an object, unloading and loading the car every fucking day the same way, like all these stupid little things really start to wear on you. You want to go to the dinosaur museum? Is it open? All right, check it out. Um, so yeah, I have a greater appreciation for people that are on the road for their work. That's basically what I was saying before. We ramble and get distracted by everything that we're saying. We're still in Colorado. So we haven't even hit Utah yet. We're still in Colorado. Holy shit! All right, well, I gotta let you guys go. All right, Gina needs help. I'm going to let you guys go. I'll talk to you soon. See you. So what you're hearing right now are the chaotic sounds of one of our favorite stops so far on the trip for breakfast. A little diner halfway between Las Vegas and Los Angeles called Peggy Sue's. It's awesome. What do you think of Peggy Sue's, Gina? Pretty badass. As you can see, we both have decided to adopt southern accents even though we've taken the northern route from Boston to Los Angeles, but I think it's because I saw a whole lot of Jesus, Jesus loving me signs in the past, whole lot of baby Jesus in the past uh, half hour, 45 minutes. So yeah, we are on our final leg, uh, day 10 on the trip, day nine of driving. 
uh, final leg of our transition from Boston to Los Angeles. It has been a really fun fucking road trip. Have you had fun on it? I have. I am sad to say I ate my last bowl of french fries today for breakfast. You ate a bowl of french fries? What is it, like a cup of french fries? Side of French fries? Oh, I don't I think it was more than a side. How many how many meals with French fries have you had in the past ten days? At least once a day. <laughs> I like it when my baby gets big, and that's what you're working on, getting a French fry big. <sighs> Anybody who listens to the show from the South are like these two fucking assholes. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, man, we are making our way out of Las Vegas. Um, it's been about a day, I think, since I've uh, last talked to you guys. Uh, we made our way. Yeah, we made our way over. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. Our last podcast was on the way to Green River, where we were complaining about how bad Nebraska was. Yes, and then we stayed in uh, Colorado. And that hotel was pretty awesome in Colorado. We stayed right downtown Colorado, which is more our style, more our vibe. What's that? We talked about Colorado. I know. I'm just catching them up. Holy shit. (laughs) You've been on like four episodes and now you're fucking directing me? (laughs) Unreal. I mean, unofficially, I haven't hit 50 yet because I haven't done 50 real episodes, but I'm well over 50 episodes. I think I know what I'm doing at this point. But... If you feel like, what, what should I say next? That you're sorry to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we're still in love. It's been 10 days and every day I keep telling myself, I still love this woman. She's so gorgeous. Mm. Uh, That's a real competition in Vegas, so I know it was a really hard choice for you to stay with me last night. They were, Vegas is, is the breeding ground for what we have been frequently uh, saying on the show, the lot lizards. I would say that Vegas is the equivalent of that turtle pond we just went to. The old cooter, the, the cooter soup behind uh, Peggy Sue's diner? Yeah, she, we'll get into that. So anyway, um, we were uh, driving out to Denver, Colorado. We stayed in Denver, Colorado. Uh, bit more of a city, bit more of a vibe. Only because, you know, being from the East Coast, the Northern East Coast, it kind of felt a little bit more uh, like home to us. And we had a really good relaxing trip there, uh, relaxing time there after our stay in uh, Nebraska. And then uh, we knew that we were going to be going to what was the potential worst hotel uh, that we had booked just because... When I was booking out this trip, and I said it in an earlier episode, I was trying to book everything through Hotels.com because on Hotel... And they're not my sponsor, so this isn't a sponsor read. But if you do book stuff through Hotels.com, every 10 hotels you book, you get a free night. I think they take an average of the, of the uh, hotels that you bought, like the expenses that you paid, and then give you a free night for that. So I was just sort of chasing that. And uh, if you go look in Green River, Utah... On Hotels.com, you have probably like five selections, and they all range in star value from like five to seven. Out of ten, yeah. Out of ten, yes. So all two-star hotels. Yeah. So 
Uh, I ended up booking this place because we were trying to keep a budget, and uh, it was in the mid mid level of that stuff. But just judging by the pictures of all the spots out there, we knew we were in for a treat, to say the least. So the trip out there was a long, dreaded trip, basically. Um, and uh, we didn't get in because we took our sweet ass time leaving Denver. We didn't get in there until like what, like nine o'clock? Yeah, well, yeah, like seven ish. Yeah, so we got in, went to this hotel, and literally the guy working behind the counter is straight out of a Tarantino movie. Straight out of a Tarantino movie. He's got like work pants on, dust all over him, uh, old like. Like any sort of a wholesale hotel website, it's like I just imagine it's things that people left at the hotel that they designed the hotel out of. <laughs> now I don't know if you guys have been to Green River, but you're literally driving through Utah, and Utah is gorgeous. Utah is a very gorgeous place, but you're on a stretch for fifty something miles with nothing, and it's just pretty much all mountains and dunes and whatever it is. Utah landscape, and then there's Green River. And Green River shows up, and you kind of see it off in the distance. And it's just this collection of hotels and a restaurant or two that are there. So uh, it's out in the middle of nowhere. And um, so we check into this place, and uh, Tarantino's supporting character uh, checks us in. And he sort of gives us this look, like, can't believe you're here kind of look, which was, which was uh, very... Um, very welcoming and then uh, as we check into the spot he hands us our keys and he says thank you I mean it thank you (laughs) as if they never get anybody checking into this place Um, and we kind of figured out why we ended up having to carry our bags up the stairs to the second floor and uh, went into a room that was primarily lit by bare bulbs circling a sink that was in the room next to the TV in that room. Oh yeah, because they don't want to turn the AC on if there's no guests in there. So it was it was fucking hot. And uh, there were two. Were they queens or twins? Queens or doubles? They might have been doubles. Two double beds, and um, uh, some things flying around in the air. And if you've been listening to the show, if you're a fan of the show, if you've been a fan of our, you know, mini series on traveling from Boston to Los Angeles that you know that my fearless uh, lady and co-pilot and currently pilot driving the thing has a weird bug thing. I don't understand how not wanting bed bugs is a weird bug thing. She's got a weird bug thing. And so what I've become very accustomed to and I enjoy it, I enjoy watching the whole process is Gina hunting as soon as we walk into the bedroom, any bedroom, regardless of where we are. So even if we come and stay, even if we come and stay at your house, <laughs> she'll probably do the same thing. Uh, she goes hunting for bed bugs. We do charge friends and family. Flat rate. <laughs> and uh, what, what was what did you find? We we initially found one one little bug that was a little weird looking, and then we went out to dinner and didn't think anything of it well you were thinking about it the whole time I could tell I could see it in your eyes when you're sort of it's like 
you have the Wi-Fi connection to the internet, and while we're just sort of sitting there waiting for food to come, you're just referencing every bug uh, <laughs> diagram that you've ever seen, trying to figure out what this bug was. Bug Rolodex. Exactly, exactly. Um, and so you found a really good dinner spot, though, right? So surprisingly, because most of these places, as we drive through, uh, it's not the Badlands, but I'll call it the Badlands. As you drive through Utah and a lot of these long halls, basically the chains have taken over every exit ramp. So you've got, you know, Carl's Jr. You get yourself Carl's Jr. You got all sorts of uh, Danny's. And, uh, you know, if you're lucky, <laughs> you might see a Taco Bell or something. Uh, but we try to find whatever diner, whatever locals place is there and eat there. And what was the spot that you ended up finding? I think it was called Tamarisk. I don't even, I, I can't even tell you what kind of cuisine it was, but it was definitely food forward for Utah. It was really good. I, I would call it elevated diner food, yeah. basically. And the spot was really nice. It was really clean. Um, it was mostly filled with uh, tourists, mostly people coming through. Um, and then uh, I got like a really great Listen to me talking about food. All I do is fucking talk about food. I got a really great uh, double pork chop dinner with uh, basically rice pilaf with cilantro in it. Really good. And some boiled broccoli because I'm being health conscious. So I got some of that boiled broccoli. And then what did my health conscious girlfriend get for dinner? I got a side of watermelon. That is the healthiest thing on there. And then what else? Some curly fries and a black dragon. A black dragon freshly killed because apparently there were a bunch of black dragons what is a black dragon it is apparently a chicken breast with green chilies on top of it with ham on top of that and then it's the entire thing is coated in cheddar cheese it looked pretty good how was it it was good healthy it was healthy i of course topped off my healthy meal with a fresh baked piece of apple pie hot and then a double scoop of vanilla ice cream on top of it, making sure that I never lose this fit figure that I have and that I'm going to maintain because I live in the healthiest place in America. <laughs> um, so uh, it was good. The food was really great. But the thing that really fucking bugged me is that when we went into this spot right next door, there was this really awesome hotel, really cool looking, awesome little boutique with a pool. And uh, little Shay's lounges around it, really nice. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where the hell was this hotel on Hotels.com? So I searched Hotels.com. I went and I got the name of the hotel that was next door. What was it called? Uh, River Terrace Inn or something. I think it was called the River Terrace Inn. I think you got it. Um, couldn't find it on Hotels.com. So apparently, uh, it, when you're scouting through these places. I highly suggest that if you can't find a good hotel on Hotels.com, you just sort of hunt for hotels in that town outside of it. I was being greedy. I was trying to get my extra night. I was trying to get us a free night in a hotel somewhere. Uh, So I was really pissed off as I was sitting there trying to eat this really great meal. Uh, And that anger sort of kept, stayed with me as we went back to our hotel and what was that process like for you? Explain to the audience, Gina. Well, one bug turned into 30 bugs. And that's when you checked the bed and you found uh, a 
half squished torn apart moth between the sheets that was all like looked like it had been slept on so it was super in there and black but also don't forget the fact that when we pulled into the parking lot in the parking lot it looked like the extras that were cast uh, as border runners from Sicario were just all in the parking lot right there I'm not being <laughs> don't give me that look I'm not it's just a really good description of what we saw was it not let me describe it in the plainest way possible very dark parking lot we pull in in between two cars is a group of gentlemen I'd say over 30 under 50 all wearing it looks like they had been working all day so a lot of them were in overalls really dirty stuff like really dusty dirty stuff and they had just finished a hard days of work and how were they handling it they were pounding a bunch of booze in the parking lot am i right i'm not sure what they were uh, all gathered there doing but i watched i also watched as all those gentlemen went from being incredibly lethargic and bored to when you stepped out of the car and suddenly like a bunch of turtles poking their heads out of the water they're looking at you and they're following you across the parking lot that did, not happen. did you not notice that no it's a fabrication for your story nope that's just because being the the boyfriend in the relationship i was watching and the gentleman didn't born see me to be alert women are born to be alert huh mm-hmm that's what i would have told the police the next day where'd she go I don't know. Oh, I was scenario. I somehow didn't make it, and you did. Uh, yeah. Thought you told me that night. You're like, uh, I'm the boyfriend, so I'm gonna be the first one to get stabbed, and then you're gonna get raped and killed. Well, that is if I tried to defend your honor. But what would happen is, is I wouldn't. <laughs> I would let that happen, and then I'd go see the police, and then I would say to the police afterwards. I haven't been able to get you to tell me in any of the horrible scenarios I might end up in that you would save me. The big snake, if it uh, started to coil around me. Yeah, what, what, what did I say? You said you'd give me a little kiss and, and you'd enjoy the, the living sock. Like, if you, said, <laughs> you said to me, what would you do if a big snake coiled around me? And then I asked you, well, what kind of snake is it? And you said, well, maybe it's a rattlesnake. And then I said, rattlesnakes don't really coil around you. And then I said, what kind of snake is it? And you said, well, it's a king cobra. And then I said, king cobras really don't coil around you. And then you said, well, whatever fucking snake coils around you. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. And so uh, we imagined that in Utah they had giant anacondas. <laughs> and so then you said, okay, well, what if a giant anaconda wraps itself around me? How would you, what would you do? And I said, I would just run over there and give you a kiss on the forehead and go, bye, baby. And uh, enjoy the uh, living suck. And then I'd walk away. not fucked up that's love that's love you know i'm just taking full advantage of our species because if we were praying mantises then you'd be chewing on my face right now but we're not top of the food chain right here top of the food chain top of the food chain right here i really don't know how to drive on this highway i'm staying like 500 feet behind everybody all right enough of this <laughs> enough of this tangent uh so go back to the hotel room 
Uh, we say hello to our buddies in the parking lot, and we go upstairs and open up our room and greeted by the bare bulb light bulbs around the sink. Uh, very much like a dressing room backstage at a, at a Broadway theater production. Um, and then inside are bugs everywhere, flying all over the place. Now at this point, I'm exhausted, Gina's exhausted, it's 9.30. I called that hotel right away. Well, my first reaction was, fuck, I don't want to deal with this. And then I also don't want to go downstairs and deal with Tarantino's extra and his now buddies from Sicario all hanging out. So that was my first notion. And I knew that going down to deal with these guys was going to be a thing. Um, but luckily I was with my level-headed girlfriend who instead of looking around for her safety was more concentrated on looking for a good hotel for us. So maybe I would have saved you because you were doing all that extra work. Should have let us both stay there. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so she called up that other place. We went downstairs. We talked to the guy. Now, turns out there was another guy, not just our Tarantino sidekick, but there was another dude down there who I won't describe. Um, and he went through the process of explaining to us that in this part of Utah, there are bugs everywhere. That's what he said. There are bugs all over the place. Where you are, doesn't matter if the hotel is four hundred dollars a night. They're going to be bugs. So, no. The first thing he asked was, "What kind of bugs?" Yeah, that was good. And then he said, uh, "So I can switch your rooms, but there's going to be bugs in that room too." And so, at this point, it was just like, "Fuck it, we're just going to check out." Uh, I don't even give a shit about getting a refund. We're just going to leave. And I don't know if he was disappointed by that. What do you think his reaction was? No. Well, his reaction when I came back down to get our keys that we made a point by leaving there so we couldn't get into our room as he was laughing at us. Yeah, so they made out. Uh, but we checked into this other hotel, uh, and uh, there was a little old lady that ran it. And she had... She was in like mid-40s. She's older than me, so she's old. She had press-on long nails, and uh, she checked us in. We got an okay rate. She was really nice. You shouldn't be talking shit about this. There are people that will probably tell her. I'm not talking shit about her. I was just explaining who she, what she looks like. Very nice. She did a great thing by opening up her own hotel in a sea of shitty chain hotels. So good on her. Yeah, really good on her. I wasn't talking shit. You need to empower women, Michael. So in this really well-run place by such a strong and powerful lady, we walked in and uh, we were greeted by a very clean hotel room. Uh, the decoration was a little weird. There was a chandelier hanging in the room, uh, which overlooked uh, a balcony, which overlooked the parking lot, which was strange. Um, the couch was weird. Yeah, in the middle of the room. It's a very strange setup. I don't know why I'm talking shit. It was really great. So the good thing is, is that uh, we were able to just sort of fight through it and get a great hotel room. And I guess the moral of the story is, is that after a long day of driving, sometimes you just settle. And if I had been on my own, I probably would have crawled into that bed with a dead moth and went to sleep. 
but because I'm with my loving lady, uh, she was able to pull me up and book another space. So, thank you. What? Why are you so quiet over there? I'm just being empowering. I love you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah it was good we stayed in there it turned out to be really nice they had a nice pool out back and there's like a I guess they call it Green River because there's a river that goes through it we stayed at the whole trip yeah it was one of the cleanest places ever so uh, looks can be deceiving as they say Uh, the place was really cool and um, we dug it and then got on the road next day for the longest fucking haul that we've had to do yet Uh, driving from Green River to Las Vegas City of Sin I've been to Las Vegas multiple times at this point probably clocking in like 7 times 6-7 times it's not my favorite place in the country to say the least but you're a big fan of Las Vegas right? Tumbleweed yeah you just ran it over yeah I like Vegas a lot it's a good little cesspool explain to me why you like Las Vegas uh cause you see the most entertaining people and you can get drunk with your friends and have a good time and I had a good time when my grandma took me to Chippendales when we went <laughs> your like, grandmother took you to Chippendales yes yes she took me to Chippendales and when we got there and she realized it was exactly what I knew it was going to be she's like it was so much different when I went as a when I was younger this is crazy if they come over to me if they come close to me I'm going to smack them did she think it was like a Disney ride, like it was Chippendales, like the chipmunks? What in the world she could have thought? Because the dudes had no shirts. They had like the tuxedo like bow tie and no shirt on in the pamphlets. So I don't know what else you were expecting. Your grandmother's kind of a creep. So she was looking at the pamphlet. She's like, Gina would want to see this. But meanwhile, inside, she's like, <laughs> Chippendale. Yeah, she, it was a great experience. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Uh, so, you like Vegas because of all those things? Yeah, I think Vegas is great. I don't have a problem with it. I don't like to gamble, so it can't really let me down. I hate Vegas because of all those things. I hate Vegas because of all that. And the, I think the one thing I agree with you on is the fact that I also don't gamble. So, there's no fucking reason for me to be in Las Vegas. I like, like... We were talking about it last night. I like the games where, you know, people are interacting with each other and they're laughing or they're crying they're having some sort of an emotion instead of like slumped over in a chair playing a slot machine I was gonna say because that's most of them is the dead stare and that slow button push and then the eventual slide off the chair like some melted cheese off the side of a hamburger because they're so hammered on free fucking drinks I all the people getting married oh yeah there were a lot of people getting married we actually saw a spot which we almost did which would have been hysterical we saw a spot that you can go in and pretend to get married I thought that would have been a funny thing to send your grandmother. She would have lost her shit. Yeah. Gina's shaking her head yes. (laughs) So, we did a long haul to to, uh, Las Vegas. Hold on. Excuse me. Oh, so disgusting. It's it's that vanilla shake. Everybody listening, like, they're driving lifts right now and they're listening. They're like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm turning it down. Um put this on while they're trying to make money off of others i highly advise it i think that if you want to get tips while you're doing lifts 
if you want the tips, then you should be listening to this podcast while you're doing a lift. And if you are listening to this podcast, then your driver, if you're the passenger of, of this lift, then please respect your driver. Don't be one of those fucking millennials that climbs in the back of the car and just gets grabby with all the waters and shit that are back there. That's rude. You should probably ask if you can have one before you take one. You know? And also, be conscious of the fact that when you actually do one of those long lift rides or shared rides, what do they call them? Lift shares. Understand that if you get in a lift share with some my age, I'm judging you and how you interact with the lift driver and how you get grabby with their free snacks that are in the back. And if you take a fucking free snack, you better tip. Right? Words of wisdom, now you know. Grow from it. Anyway, also, we got an alert when we got to Vegas that they have the automated lift rides there now. So you have the option to take a lift ride. And that was the first fucking thing that came up when you, when you went to do a lift, right? Mm-hmm. Here's something else to consider. Remember when Lyft started and Lyft was like, we're going to create all these jobs. And it's going to be a great career for you, a really good career path. You don't need to work on a real job or if you're an actor and you're trying to make a little bit extra money and you want to make your own hours, Lyft, Lyft, Lyft. Lyft is the way to go. They're literally taking all the money that you're making and they're using it to develop automated cars, which then they will then no longer have a use for you. So if you're someone that is using Lyft and taking a ride, I'm not going to get a sponsorship from Lyft because I don't agree with what they're doing. I don't want to get a sponsorship from Uber or Lyft because I don't agree with what they're doing. Because Lyft was the one. I don't support anything he's saying, just in case. Lyft was the one that gave you the automated car thing, correct? No problem. Yeah, it was. I saw it. So you didn't say yes. I said yes. So if you are ordering one of those vehicles, uh, do yourself a favor. For the future, do your fellow man a favor, fellow woman a favor, and actually order a real person to drive you in that fucking car. That's all I'm saying. That was uh, a rant, uh, but it was uh, very important. That was what I was thinking when I got in that car, and that was the option to do it. I'm supposed to be a lot more stress-free now that I'm going to the West Coast. I don't know why these things are still in my brain. Um, so anyway, uh, the long-ass haul through, uh, from Utah to Las Vegas was pretty tough. And uh, surprisingly, we had some pretty high evolution. Um, not evolution. Jesus Christ. What's my evolution? What's my evolution? Uh, very high altitude. <laughs> you giving me shit? <laughs> I'm exhausted. It's day 10. I wasn't able to formulate a sentence earlier. The only reason I'm able to do this now is because I'm fueled by that amazing tuna sandwich that we had for lunch. From what, what was the name of that place? Peggy Sue's. Peggy Sue's Diner. We'll get there. Um, so, holy shit, yeah. Beautiful country shit, man. Like, uh, you lose cell phone signal pretty much as soon as you get out of Green River. And that's good because that keeps you off your phone and you're looking around. Um, and there are a bunch of really awesome rest stops that are like scenic view stops that I highly suggest you check out. Uh, because you get to look out on these amazing canyons, like these 
really beautiful red and brown uh, cinemascope views that are really gorgeous. Uh, and then you get to learn a little bit about dinosaurs and shit, you know, because uh, the way the rocks sort of uh, turn over, way that when the plate shift and they sort of come up, you get all these different time periods. You get the Jurassic period, you get all these different uh, periods from history in the rock surface as you drive through. So each one of these little rest stops that you can stop at are a different time period as far as the sediment's concerned. So it's really cool shit. Really cool stuff. Why are you smirking and biting your lip over there? I'm just thinking about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. We're going to get to all that. That's coming. We're just teasing the shit out of everybody. It wasn't even over my mouth. We're going to get to all of that. Uh, so, yeah, that drive from Green River, Utah to Las Vegas is really gorgeous at the top end. Really cool. High elevation. I can't, what's the word? Elevation. Elevation. I can't believe I can't say elevation. Evolution, very high evolution. Uh, so you're dealing with like um, some like we got. I got some migraines yesterday from it, which was pretty intense. I didn't think I would, um, but it was cool. It was really rad. Uh, sorry guys, had to adjust my headphones. My ears are sweating. Uh, yeah, you're so full from that food that we're gonna talk about too. Um, so then the back end, so I, I, I drove the top end, or did you drive? I, no, you drove the top end yesterday. So you did the first half, first shift. How long was our ride yesterday? Five and a half, I think. Felt like eight. Yeah. It really did. Yesterday was really, really hard. Um, and the car did okay. Got a little cranky on uphills every once in a while, but it was fine. Uh, and uh, we did that long-ass haul to that shitty fucking hotel uh, and luckily we made the best of it luckily I'm riding with somebody who can keep their head in those situations um, and uh, we were able to get a good hotel room and have a good experience at Green River was that yesterday? no yesterday was Vegas well then we got to Vegas after Green River so um, so we did the drive to Vegas sorry we're all over the place today guys you have to deal with the fact that my brain is fucking scrambled eggs because of 10 days on the road. Um, so we drove, drove, drove through the desert. It got fucking hot yesterday. It, top temperature was like 108. Top temp was 108 in the car yesterday. Uh, it was really intense. Um, and I think that's the hottest weather I've driven this vehicle through. Uh, and I was worried about it yesterday. We made it through, no real temperature changes. But believe it or not, today, like, certain aspects of my dash have been warped. It's been really strange being in that hot, hot, hot temp. What's up? Call our landlord, because we're not getting there until 2.44, and we told him 2 p.m. We'll text him, or we'll do something. Like now. Because he's going to start driving if he hasn't already. What time are we going to get there? He said 2, he'll be there. Now we're not getting there until 2.44. All right, got to pause this real quick, gentlemen and ladies. I'll be right back. Soup Company, makers of Campbell Soups, Franco-American Spaghettis, and Red Kettle Dry Soup Mix. Hi, I'm June Lockhart. You know, I think sometimes people forget how good macaroni and cheese can be. 
And how easy. This is Franco-American macaroni, baked home style with buttered breadcrumbs on top. Inside, there's a sauce blended from fine cheddar cheese and fresh cream and butter. The Franco-American cooks say, la sauce c'est tout, which means the sauce is everything. And they're right. Try Franco-American macaroni. Hey, kids. Have a pencil ready. After this show, we'll tell you how to get a free spaghetti bib. He was like, I can't wait to see you, too. Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, just talking to our new landlord. He's very nice. I'm very nice to him. He's going to adopt you. Yeah, I'm trying to adopt a whole new way of thinking. I'm trying to be a very polite. You're so humble about it. It seems very natural, too. You don't make any comments about how it's a slight change in uh, your cynicism. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's a very smooth transition. Um, it is very smooth. It's a very smooth transition. So, anyway, we're back. Uh, we figured out our little dilemma there. Um, and we were talking about uh, uh, arriving in Las Vegas. So after Las Vegas is that that haul from Green River to Las Vegas is a fucking marathon of nothing. And uh, when you finally hit that point, you come around the corner, and then in between the mountains is the city of Sin, and you see it off in the distance. It's like I don't know, thirty miles, twenty nine miles off in the distance, and it's a fucking sigh of relief. Long fucking haul. So prepare yourself for it. If you guys are going to do the same thing that we did, which uh, was uh, plot out our trip using Triptych, they're not a sponsor, but AAA's got uh, Triptych online. You look it up and you can actually plot out your trip. Triptych? Triptych. T I K. Not everybody thinks about penis. So yeah, Triptych. Um, and uh, you can go on there, uh, do your starting point, your end point, and then you can dial in uh, how many hours a day you want to drive. And it'll give you those little plot points. So we did, we tried to plot for about five hours a day. Some days are shorter. Today's much shorter. Today's four hours. Uh, we had a couple longer days. Five and change, five and 45 minutes, something like that. The first one where we were like, oh, this takes a lot of stops. And it was seven hours in the car. Yeah, we didn't. We we weren't uh, we weren't driven yet to get to our next destination. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, Vegas is a long haul, uh, and you know what? I think my brother was giving me shit when he was like, "You're only gonna do five hour rides or five hour days." He's like, "I did fucking twelve hour days. If I had to do twice the amount of shit that we did yesterday in a day, I'd want to murder myself." Yeah. Not to mention the fact that I'd be missing all this really great stuff. Well, the only reason to do it is to save some money. Yeah, but how much money ultimately? I mean, hundreds of dollars. I guess, because you're not staying in different hotels and shit, but you're also endangering yourself because you're on the road longer than what's legally allowed for truckers. And those guys drive all the fucking time. So, don't push it. Like, if you're going to do it, I mean, it only cost us, we were able to do this for how much per night? Our hotels, on average, were... On the high side, it was like 173. On the low side, it was like 93. Yeah, so you could do it for about $100 a night, averaged out. Yeah. I mean, we did some high places because we like to stay in some cool spots in the city. We didn't need to. And then uh, gas is costing us... Uh, I'd say it's like a fill-up-a-day, a fill-up-and-a-half-a-day... So, you know, maybe $100 a day. 
90, no, not even $100 a day. That's totally fucking wrong. No, it's about $30. It's about $30 a day. I think it's supposed to, we're estimated to spend about $400 max in gas. I haven't done the calculations on all that yet. 18 miles, oh my gosh, we're almost in like 18, California. 18 miles, huh? Hell yeah. Well, Well, we've done, because I looked at the the odometer on there, and I set a little trip thing where you can actually, you know, you know how to use your fucking car. I'm not going to explain that. But uh, we've done, uh, how, how far have we gone now at this point? Almost 3,000 miles. 2989.3. Pretty cool. I'm going to have to get an oil change right when we get there. Um, hold on, I'm going to hit that again for you. Yeah, we're going to have to get an oil change right away, yeah. Um, sorry, just, uh, for a second I didn't think it was recording. Man, I'm such a, I'm such a mess. I'm a mess of a host. Your self-deprecation is endearing. Is it endearing? It is. It's all I have. It's all I can do. Um, so, yeah. We uh, traveled a bunch. And what I was saying, as uh, I sort of recollect my thoughts here, is that uh, don't push it. If you're gonna do this ride, don't be an asshole. Don't push it. Why? Why do that to yourself? Uh, it's super stressful as it is. Uh, at one point, Gina and I were thinking about taking two cars and we both would have had to drive the entirety of each day, which would have been incredibly exhausting. Nightmare. Um, and it wouldn't have been a trip. As of now, it's felt like a trip. Really has right. Has a feel for you. Like go out, still have the energy to like go out and get dinner or walk around and still do something. Feel like you're getting to know each city you're in. And it's kind of like what we normally do, anyways, when we travel. We do like our little bar safaris or food adventures and stuff like that. So it's been sort of a ten day trip. And uh, you know, I know that uh, we both were thinking, we both were thinking that uh, maybe we would hate each other after this. but I still hate you as much as I did as I started. Just the same amount, right? No, no fluctuations. No, it's the same thing. I am completely, I don't think it, pride is the right term for it. I'm just, maybe, maybe it's astounded. Maybe it's just bewildered or just uh, impressed. I think it's impressed is the term that nine days out of the whole trip, you wore the same road outfit. Oh, my God. Like, I only switched it up today so our landlord doesn't think I'm some scumbag. Now, mind you, we haven't stayed in a place with laundry services. So this is pure. Yeah, we're in an air-conditioned car. I don't do anything else. I mean, sometimes I'll go out to dinner in it. If someone wanted to get all of your DNA, if someone wanted to study you. And yours. All of it. some people along the trip. Yeah, they wanted to get different if they wanted to sort through the different layers of sediment that is on that hoodie that you wore Some Jurassic rock on that <laughs> uh, I can't believe you wore that same outfit for that that amount of time uh, I wish I did today this, these pants are a little too tight now after 10 days of your gross habits haven't affected my love for you I still I still feel uh, semi attracted to you yeah, it's still driving. Um, it's still driving. It's still driving. Give me an update on where we're going. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, GPS still driving. Thank you. I'll take 
Um, so yeah, we uh, we cracked the horizon, and uh, there was Vegas. And it's been about a year, two years since I've been in Las Vegas. And Gina did the hotel booking, and I'm kind of happy you booked where you did. Where did we stay? Uh, it's called Plaza Hotel and Casino. Called Plaza Hotel. It is the infamous Plaza Hotel in Las Vegas, in old Las Vegas, right across the street from the Golden Nugget. Fremont. Fremont's first, Golden Nugget's the first hotel I ever stayed in in Vegas. And holy shit, old Vegas does not disappoint. And I said this when we were there. If Chicago is the collection of the most attractive people that we've ever seen in America, if Chicago is the bright side of the earth when it comes to attractive people, then Las Vegas is on the opposite end. Las Vegas is literally a mossy pond that lot lizards are born in. Lot lizards afoot. Now, if you live in Las Vegas and you're a fan of the show and you're a local, this is not meant to insult you because, as you know, we were staying down in the most touristy of tourist places in a city where their slogan is, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And so these people just fully fucking embrace that. And it usually starts with how they look externally. Which is just a lack of respect for the human form. Lack of respect for the human body. Uh, I was surprised that this many lizards can walk on two legs. And when I say that, all that comes to mind is that bit in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when Johnny Depp turns around in that place and they're all lizards. He's totally right. It is totally the way it is. Did you feel the same way? No comment. No comment. What a purely 2019 thing to say. Affiliated with your nonsense. I'm running for president one day. I can't can't be affiliated with your nonsense. I think it would be a problem if you ran for president because if we are ever in a conflict with any other country, all they would have to do is send you a package with bugs in it, and you would probably lose your shit. Right? No, my highest appointed officials would be the country's best exterminators. <laughs> God, we're so... <laughs> this land would be pure once and for all. First thing I'm going to do, you're worse than Trump. Kill all the bugs! People are fine. Take down that wall and kill them bugs. I want every hotel... Have an adequate fly swatter. Every mattress in the country is going to have one of them. I am here to protect the mattresses. They're going to be wrapped. They're going to have. What were you putting on mattresses? What was your What's your routine for for uh, making sure that there are no bugs in a mattress? Well, you check uh, the seams first. Then you check the sheets for any old blood stains. Then even if you don't see like blood in the seams, you should check for like little white balls because those are uh, the eggs. If not, look for like black shedding. It just looks like, I don't know, like a corn burnt corn kernel. And then don't stop there if you're just afraid of the hotel in general because they might be on chairs. They might be if there's like a, what is it called? If you have the thing for the bed, bed frame, bed frame or bed post. The, the one that Back, makes it look backboard, fancy. Backboard. 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 Yeah, you got to check behind that because they like to uh, harvest there. 
as well. First step, though, the one step, the most important step of everything that Gina forgot to mention is that when you arrive at the hotel room, you kick that fucking door open and you whip your sunglasses off like David Caruso and you hear the who. And then it starts. It's CSI bug with Gina. Gina Manning. She's the bug whisperer. I think you I think you're so good at finding them because bug detective because deep down inside you know how they live driving down we're driving down a mountain right now welcome to California welcome to the traffic patterns of California where here they enjoy speeding on both sides so if you're going to try to take an exit ramp be damn sure that you look in your right side mirror because that no one's like bothering me. No one's like tailing me. Yeah, they're gonna go around you on the wrong fucking side of the road. That's against the law. Well, I'm staying at my speed. So if you tried to get off on an off ramp right now, and that D bag that just fucking screwed by in that Nissan Sentra, whatever the hell it is, would clip you. I like the fact that we're just so used to beautiful settings that uh, I haven't even registered how gorgeous this is. My anxiety will be through the roof. You're going to make it. We're going to be there. Um, so, yeah, if you are going to check into a hotel room, uh, you should definitely look for bed bugs. Gina also uh, would not allow us to put any bags on the floor, so all the bags yeah, had to be... There's no bed bugs. You don't want no cockroach or some shit jump hitching the rest of the ride with us so we put all our bags on the tables not on the chairs because there could be bed bugs in the yeah it could be bed bugs on the chairs the safest place to put your luggage is in the bathtub i was going to make a joke of that but nope you were being dead serious about it so yep it's 100 a fact okay so you could place your bags you could arrive in your hotel room and place your bags inside the tub uh it's probably better off if you leave them in the tub while you shower because of there happen to be any flying bugs or anything from the door yeah from the doorway to the bathroom then you know just do that pre-rinse and i'll just take care of all that shit and also might help clean off that you know nine day hoodie that you've been sporting on the road <laughs> i love you so much uh so so yeah we went Arrived in Vegas, uh, stayed at the Plaza, old school, uh, Vegas, really cool. A lot of good comedians uh, perform at the Plaza. I wish there was someone really great performing while we were there. I think Tom Green was coming into town. I think he was the only name I, I how's recommend. Our, how's our mileage until we have to make a turn? Let's take a look here. All right, little lady. You still have miles? 6.7 miles. And we have 59 miles till we get to our destination, which will be our new home. Till we're not on each side of a mountain. Uh, now, I've seen the house because I went out and did the, the house hunting and scattered it out. You've only seen videos of it. What are your uh, preliminary thoughts on the home? I think if you like it, I love it. I'm not going to make any judgments it looked really nice all the way you described it sound really nice the landlord seems awesome the town seems great so hell yeah 
I was like I was saying to you earlier. Yes, I my thoughts when booking it. Like I'm trying to ignore the fact that you're second guessing yourself the day we're getting there. I'm not second guessing myself. I've just had a couple of those moments where it's like it's been what three weeks. And you were you saw so many shitty ones, so maybe that affected quality of this. But I watched the video without any bias, and I think it's great still. And everyone that watches it is amazed at the location and the price and the amenities that we have. Yeah. I did a pretty good job on that, huh? You did a damn good job. Thank you. I love you. Uh, so, yeah, we stayed in Vegas. Stayed at the plaza. And uh, uh, Vegas is Vegas. You show up and there are screaming uh, slot machines and uh, lounge lizards melting off the chairs in front of those slot machines. And um, our hotel room was pretty good. wasn't bad. Any issues with it? No. You did a good job booking that. And uh, we went out, and Gina was like, look, all I want tonight is all-you-can-eat sushi. And in my head, I thought, man, I'm married. I'm, I'm married. We're not married. I'm, I'm dating a lot lizard. She just wants to go and eat with all those other lizards in the trough and just have one of those automated belts just shuffle rice and shitty pieces of fish into their mouths. And... She was like, I want all-you-can-eat sushi. Um, you want a fancy sushi? And I said, that's fine, as long as I can eat a shit ton of sushi still. Sushi still. Yeah, but the fancy sushi was pretty expensive. And I, I remember last time we were in Vegas, the price just seemed to be the price specifically because... It would have been too, just any, basically any of the spots, wow. Any of the spots would have been the most expensive hotel room we got each. So we would have been paying for two extra nights at a hotel. For the, for the fancy sushi. So uh, Gina ended up finding this spot. Uh, I just went for the ride. I was pretty excited about just going for the ride and not what being the, involved. the driver say as we got out of the car, our Lyft driver? Well, first she drove us out of the strip, out into, I don't want to say one of the suburbs, but it was out into one of the surrounding areas around the strip. And um, she was very nervous about the area and told us that if we were going to order a car do not walk away from the spot that we were in and let the car come to us. Uh, I looked around and the area seemed pretty safe to me. Obviously, this white lady has never traveled with us and doing our stuff. She has never gone to the bug-filled room in Green River, Utah, with us. Uh, the place was pretty fucking cool, man. What was the name of it? Sushiro. It's it probably like the, it, definitely the best sushi I've ever had in Vegas. Really cool. Uh, 26 bucks for all-you-can-eat sushi, and their menu is phenomenal, and the sauces they use and spices to spice up like regular sushi is really great. And the thing that got me initially when we walked in there is that we were the only people in there, so we essentially had our own private sushi chefs. So we could eat as fast as we wanted. We can do it as quickly as we wanted. We can get the best stuff possible there. It was actually really great, and everybody working there were really awesome. So it was a really good choice on your part. And I completely take back all of my comments on you just being one of the lot lizards that want to eat out of the trough. How's that? It's good. Cool. Uh, so we did that, and then we went back to the hotel, and we walked down uh, Fremont. Fremont Street. And holy shit. If you want to see the collection of people that we saw on Fremont Street... 
go follow me on Instagram at Mike Petchy on Instagram. Stand by. Uh, 1.5 miles. You're going to go to I-15 South towards Los Angeles. Okay. Got it. Okay. So if you want to see the crazy people that we witnessed, if you want to see anything on our adventure, go follow me at Mike Petchy on Instagram. What's that? want to see his nipples, go head there. I don't have nips up there yet. You're saying I don't have nips. Yeah, no, my nips aren't up there yet. Uh, so go to at Mike Petchy on Instagram. I have been doing everything through the stories, but I have the stories archived. So you'll see the different archived Boston, L.A. Uh, groups that you can go through the whole thing. So you can see the adventure as it began with me flying out to Los Angeles and doing the house hunt down to us trying to pack our shit, get our stuff together, say goodbye to the old home, say goodbye to the city that we were both born in, uh, and then our adventures across America. Uh, It's actually a really good visual supplement to these podcasts, because you'll be able to see some of the shit that we've been talking about, and you'll be able to see some surprises in between. So definitely go check out at Mike Petchy on Instagram. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram. That's in love with the process pod. That's in love with the process pod on Instagram. Uh, and there you'll see some other images. You'll see some clips. Uh, that's also the best way to communicate with me. I just did uh, a survey up there uh, asking all the followers, if you could pack your bags and you could move anywhere, where would you go? I've been getting some really great responses. Anyone said Egypt? Uh, Egypt, I don't think has been said yet, but almost every fucking place on the planet has been mentioned at this point. You want to go to Egypt, huh? I don't know if I want to go to Egypt. Oh, whoa! I'll let you drive. Um, So yeah, uh, Vegas was interesting. Uh, and then this morning we woke up, packed our bags because I think we're very excited to be done. What's that? We left so quick. Yeah, we left early because we want to get the fuck on the road. The first time you actually called down to the front desk and said, do we actually need to go down to check out? Yeah, and they're like, no. You would think I would have learned that early on because every time I went down, because we prepaid with uh, Hotels.com. Why do I promote them? I'm not getting paid. Yeah, stop doing that. Yeah, I'm not getting paid. If you're listening, Hotels.com, I would enjoy a sponsorship. If you want to give me a sponsorship, I'll tack the sponsorship on the previous episodes. So, Hotels.com, all these people that are listening would love to know about the deals that you have. You can turn up the volume if you want here. It's okay if the directions come through. So, yeah, we got on the road super early. Wanted to finish this road trip. Want to get to our space. Um, And uh, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of everything that we've done so far. You and I really came together to get the house. Came together to get all our shit packed up and sold. I want to thank everybody that has been following me on Instagram. And everybody that uh, has either donated money to us or bought things from us. It's really helped make this transition a good one. Uh, lots of exciting things coming in the future for this podcast. Lots of exciting things coming in the future in general. Uh, being on a new new side of the country, so there's going to be a bunch of shit to talk about. My hope is to get this podcast a little bit bigger. 
I want to get to a point where I can start filming it. And I also am going to get some bigger and better guests from the industry on the show because I'll be there in person. So we'll be able to go hang out with these folks. Uh, and as you can tell by just the way I sound, life is just getting better. So it just feels like it's going well. Uh, but I just want to say on the show that I'm super happy to have you as my partner on this trip, my love. Oh, I feel the same way. It's been a really fun adventure between the two of us. We're really good at, we've had a couple of years to get it right, but we're really good at balancing each other out during these stressful times. Yeah, and I think uh, it's been a really good test for us, and I think it's been a, I think we both get gold stars. What do you think? 100% effort. 100% effort. And then I'll get my, my, uh, my report card in the mail, and it'll be a D plus, and I'll be happy. Like back when I was in high school, I'd go home with a D plus. Be like at least I'm not failing. So hard. I I didn't really try that. That's probably why uh, my vocabulary sucks. I can't figure out certain words. And uh, I, if it wasn't for uh, the movie business and uh, using my eyes to make my money, I'd be a fucking. I'd be one of those uh, lot lizards in Vegas that I was giving so much shit to. That's right, man. Good money. All right, so it seems like Gina needs a little bit of co-pilot action here as we approach the end. Uh, keep your eyes out as you make a right-hand merge because these dickheads in the fucking Formula Ones might clip you. Um, all right, three miles coming up. So this is it, guys. We're down to the last 47 miles in general of our road trip. Thank you for listening. I hope you found it entertaining. I hope you found it interesting. And if you have any questions about stuff, if you're going to do a trip on your own and you want to uh, get a little feedback, feel free to reach out. Like I said, on Instagram, best place to do it. Uh, also, spend some time. Check out our deal with Capital One if you're a responsible person uh, and uh, you're good with finances. Uh, go to my... Uh, Instagram account at Mike Petchy on Instagram or in love with the process POD on Instagram. Click the link in our bios and apply for a Capital One card. You get all sorts of really great benefits. You've heard me talk about them on the other episodes. I'm sort of breezing through this because I got to get off and help Gina drive the rest of the way. But click on the link in my Instagram bio, scroll down and choose one of the Capital One cards. And everyone that signs up for that gets a little money towards the show. I recently reaped in some of the benefits. So thank you if you've done that so far. It has been awesome. It's actually helping me pay for the website. Stay in the right-hand lane, one point miles. We are taking exit 115A. 115A SR 210. Okay, guys, I am going to let you go. Thanks for listening.